worker and the state that commission it. So in that case, perhaps I'm trying to be pragmatic here, pragmatic here by seeing this clash of motive as an opportunity to start galvanizing interdisciplinary engagement and debate, converging both disciplines. Human rights advocate may catalyze on the power of art to inform, educate, and engage public, but at the same time, it is worth realizing how sentimentality and the moving impact of artwork could at the same time normalize human response to violence, to oppression. It is not entirely wrong to say that visual depiction of pain and suffering have become the icon of human rights movement. I think you, it's, it's very noticeable how you see pictures of the black child with the flies all over it, and that's, that, that becomes the poster child of the human rights movement. But it is perhaps worthwhile then to ponder, will it hurt the cause if artistic depiction of human rights rebranded as something fashionable or trendy? Now, artworks such as this painting can also help put human rights message in context. Another example that I would like to share with you is street art such as graffiti has been analyzed by scholars to understand the post-conflict society's responses to their past better. But a small caution won't hurt. Susan Sontag reiterates how the belief that a picture can tell the whole story can be challenged by the fact that it may conceal a great deal. As much as paintings such as these can visualize a strong message about human rights, it can also oversimplify or depoliticize the message. Paintings and other artwork is a creative product of artists whose work is informed by its own experience and agency. Refugee artists such as Arshel Gorky has understandably produced paintings that are laden with questions of his identity as a refugee and the effect of the trauma of being a survivor of the Armenian genocide. This means artwork is also a manipulation of visuals by the artist. Hence, it could also sometimes be abstract or visually exaggerated, which might not provide the intended narrative for human rights issue or action. Having said that, I mean, I would like to reiterate again that paintings such as Within of the Lease can be part of the human rights exhausted list of resources and testimony. There is a great potential of art providing, providing a creative and popular framework for human rights advocacy while the human rights discipline enriches the meaning and understanding of humanity in artistic work. I would like to end this very, very brief talk with a quote from Pablo Picasso, my favorite painter. Painting is an aesthetic operation. It's a form of magic designed as mediator between this strange, hostile world and us. Thank you. Any questions? Any insights? I just want to say it's so interesting having your human rights background in sort of like put against an image. It's just brought up really some really interesting issues. And um, I liked the point you made about um, so if we have this opinion of sort of human rights, we've got the black child, the flies. And I think with this image, it's definitely, I certainly find when you find out what it's, what it's actually about, it's almost more haunting that you've got a child who looks quite healthy with, with a family member, it looks quite nice. And I think the, the fact that there is no eyes, it's, it's even more haunting to me than actually the, the images, because at first they're shocking, but they've become sort of a general thing that we see on a day-to-day -day basis now. So I think what you were saying was very interesting there. Thank you. It's interesting the kind of, the, the contrast between the two, because obviously you have the very kind 
You know, art for so long was rarefied and it was set in its own thing and unless you liked all art or just kind of worshipped it, you couldn't go into the art gallery particularly. You know, I used to take my children and say, you don't have to like it, you know, what do you not like about it? So, but then, in, in now, more recently, they're kind of linked up some of art and history, particularly with the Center for Medieval Studies. You can do kind of art, architecture, and uh, history as well. But human rights in art, I think that is a new thing. And I think that that really does deserve to be much more um, brought out because, of course, behind every single painting are those kind of issues, social issues, political issues, not just propaganda. It's what is even the background. But I think that that was totally fascinating. Thank you very much. That's it. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, you're late. <laughs> this is another friend. Yes, sir. I was going to ask you, what do you think the emotion that the old chap is showing in the It's very interesting. Um, or is the hand picture? Yeah, it's... Um, when, I, when I first saw this picture, I... I was thinking that he, he seemed surprised at something that the child maybe, you know, found in the least or something. And it might be the, the son died or wounded in the war. Um, so it's, you know, it's like, and, and it's, it really touched my heart with the fact that, like you say, he, he's blind. Um, and the fact that the responsibility of confronting the bitter reality is vested on the child and imagining a child that small has to take up the responsibility of looking for all we know it could be the but he's her father that was wounded and died so it's it was really touching to me in that sense um, but at the same time when I read about George Francis Caroline and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong I, I, I read somewhere that in the later part of his life he tend to experiment more with abstract work. He, he wanted to inject some 
some sort of ambiguity in his painting.